0: The following program contains adult language and mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised.
1: One Another one.
2: more time. Hey. Everybody to to on one song each. The podcast of banter between three idiots about some dumb songs and shit. I'm a blue machine. With me is the yeah, ugly Frank and Mister Fix It. I don't want to start. I think Mister Fix It. No, I'll let Frank go first. Mister Fix It. No, I'm Frank. Mister Fix It. Because you have p-
0: played us like 15 songs in a row. No, I'm sure have music you can pick one, it, one of those. Frank. So we'll go ahead. And I want to hear, song, hear Frank's story.
2: <sighs> all right. Is this a play song first, then tell story, or is this a? No, nah, because we all know this song.
0: The song I picked is Interpol's 2005 single, Evil. Oh, that's on
2: my list somewhere, too. Nice,
0: okay. I didn't attribute a story to to it. I just wanted
2: to talk about it, so I'm glad you're going to do it. I can knock it out.
0: I'm trying to remember where I was exposed to this song first. I want to say that it was Mr. Fix's buddy, Cheeto, had burned like a CD of vintage porn, some songs, and some videos, sometimes involving vintage-ish porn. But he also had some music videos, and one of them was for Evil. Uh, Yep, that sounds like my buddy, Cheeto, right there. I <laughs> The video is very interesting. If you haven't seen it, it basically, it takes place at the scene of a car crash, probably fatal. One of the victims in the car crash is a puppet. And I don't remember, where. was everybody a puppet or was it just the one? No, just him. And this puppet is particularly disturbing because it mostly looks like one of the human characters from like a Sesame Street or something. But they went that extra step to give him glassy eyes and teeth, porcelain teeth. And if you've never seen when they do this, it's not done very often. I think Dark Crystal is probably an example of them going that route root it's very unnerving it's not what you expect out of your puppets you really expect that felt thing going on and so this guy's dancing weirdly in front of this traumatic collision ambulance lights flashing he's blinking he's talking his mouth's moving
2: very very peculiar I'm going to listen to the song oh, you yeah this song is fucking great
3: <laughs> rosemary Heaven restores you in life You're coming with me Through the aging, the fearing, the strife It's the smiling on the package It's the faces in the sand It's the thought that moves you upward Embracing me with two hands Right, we'll take you places Yeah, maybe to the beach When your friends, they do come crying Tell them now your pleasure set upon slow release
2: Oh, you got this off of that See, I believe disc, so I believe that was my Cheeto introduction yeah. I follow the studio I think that created this puppet for this video they did a bunch of other stuff it's, a,
0: it's a very well done I, I know that that kind of marionette type stuff that they're doing there especially in front of live action is probably very difficult to pull off and I love his little dad dancing too it was Drake I and hate that
4: dead look in his eyes
0: <laughs> yeah you're right the,
4: the teeth are very unnerving
0: very much and he's got the tongue too that doesn't help I don't know So the, studio, the gums the gums too oh, yeah. he's got pink gums He's the, like dentures in his The backyard.
2: studio that did this sculpt also did that art series. I'm sure you've seen him where there's it's like a weird like alien looking guy and he's into these like weird suburban settings. Two big dudes are holding him back with this woman and they're like pouring milk on her and stuff and it looks like a weird No, nah, I haven't seen, seen them? this. No. They're really really off-putting art pieces. That studio that did this guy also did the alien for yeah. that artist or, or or being for that I don't know if he's supposed to be an alien. But... <laughs> it's so funny that you bring that up dude because every time Cheeto would give me a disc, I was kind of hesitant.
4: What, what am I, I going to open
0: like, up here? Yeah. yeah, he
4: just had this, he had a really weird sense of humor. Like, hey, I burnt you a disc. You'll put it on your computer. You'll see why. And I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And yes, you'd have some vintage porn with some cool music and just really random shit. The
0: band enjoyed his 70s bush.
4: It's just crazy how the, the mouth is mimicking the song so well. Yeah. But the eyes don't match what the mouth is doing. Well, and
0: the eyes are too wide and they're very cartoony. And then you have those very realistic teeth and well, tongue. Look it's, at the brow. With yeah. no soleno. Ooh, yeah, that is creepy. Oh, rapey, too. Uh, so they have these, it's, it's this bizarre alien creature who's taking a shit, taking off skin suits and trying to molest women and hanging out at slumber parties where the women are all like live action real women and this one puppet is in the mix.
2: You can see the similarities in the sculpt. The weird semi-featureless but not featureless face or whatever. There's a
0: lack of uh, distinct features and then you have these extremely detailed teeth but then the nose is a mass, no actual nostrils or anything. Mr. Fix, do you want to describe what else? What happens in this video? What are we
4: seeing? It was a car wreck and I'm assuming the puppet and his lover were wounded and his lover I'm assuming died or someone there's a woman that yeah, well she's still breathing when they get her in yeah, the but ambulance. I don't know so if she's in in the other vehicle because it looks like two vehicles slammed into each other he's just being transported to the hospital as we're watching him
0: sing they, they put the ambi bag on yeah. him and they take him into surgery so and why did you pick this song and then, well and then at the end he's dancing and the, the room is it, cleared and yeah, then they turn it's the lights like creepy... so I think it's pretty clear he dies I think, think he's so? like the, I think he, that's the go oh, okay. they they turn they leave the room and they turn off the lights and he's left there alone. That's like, his body I think he's, leaving. Yeah, that's a yeah. spirit in the operating room, I think. I dug the song. I thought it was a great freaking song. I ended up buying a total of three Interpol albums before what? I kind of lost interest. Yeah. Interpol's a nice band. They got a strong Joy Division influence. You can't miss it. I love the name Interpol. I love the concept of an Interpol. Uh, it, it's just very cool, very swinging 60s, bonding agents kind of thing. I liked a number of their songs, but I never liked either of their songs as much as I liked Evil. Evil was a song that just got stuck in my brain for the longest time. And you look at the lyrics, Rose Mary, heaven restores you in life. Coming with me through the aging, the fear, and the strife. It's the smiling on the package. is the face in the sand. It's the thought that holds you upwards. Embracing me with two hands. Right will take you places. Yeah, maybe to the beach. When your friends, they do come crying. Tell them how your pleasure set upon slow release. Hey, wait. Great smile. Sensitive to fate, not denial. But hey, who's on trial? He took a lifespan with no cellmate. The long way back. Sandy, why can't we look the other way? He speaks about travel. Yeah, we think about the land. We smile like all people. Feeling real tan. I can take you places, do you need a new man, wipe the pollen from the faces, make revision to a dream while you wait in the van, leave some shards upon the belly, leave some grease inside my hand It's a sentimental jury in the makings of a good plan, you've come to love me lightly, you've come to hold me tight, is this motion everlasting, or do shutters pass in the night? That's the majority of the lyrics, aside from the repeating chorus. This was still the early days of the internet when this song came out, relatively speaking. You didn't have immediate easy access to the lyrics of every song ever. There was actually a time when copyrights and songwriters write were able to prevent lyrics from appearing on the internet so mostly I went off of what I heard and I, most of the clear, lyrics are fairly clear as, as sung by the band but when I would hear this song I had my own interpretation of this the way that I heard this song and, I, and I'm sure a ton of this is me projecting my own bullshit on the song my interpretation is the Rosemary was he was basically singing to his right hand his stroke in hand I think the shards upon the belly was him coming on his own belly the grease in the hand was the I lubricant you mentioned this to me once right and uh, it probably helped that uh, for many years I drove a van too uh <laughs> and so the, my interpretation of this well this is a person who has all these like why can't you look the other way he he judges his potential mates harshly he's a critical person but also filled with self doubt and probably discounting people that could be in his life to avoid the pain or, or avoid being judged himself and so he just ends up excluding any like romantic love in his life A sentimental jury and the makings of a good plan this guy is just going to jerk off for the rest of his life he's never going to put himself out there but He's also at the same time asking himself why do I have to be so critical why do I have to be so harsh why can't I just look the other way at other person's faults? why can't I be honest about my own faults and move on with my life and actually have this love that's going to last me into the end of my life but if nothing else I've always got all Rosemary Rosemary will last with me for the rest of my life regardless of if I ever get past my old bullshit and have somebody else in my life so obviously that was me projecting now if you listen to the lyrics though there's a lot of room for interpretation there I don't know have you guys had any what is your interpretation of this song
2: I I've, have not Never had any interpretation of this song. It yeah. just sounded good? Yeah. Cool yeah, video. I, I, I don't. Yeah, because a, a lot of it is just sort of imagery. Yeah. They're so just saying imagery so mm-hmm. I, I've i never thought and there's a lot of bands enough.
0: that do like uh, Michael Stipe and R.E.M. I defy you to tell me what an R.E.M. song is actually about more often than not because it's all about these images when you actually look at the lyrics and he won't answer you if you ask him what the fuck is this song about most R.E.M. songs without with the exception of something obvious like Everybody Hurts you don't know what the fuck the
2: song is actually about you or know? Orange Crush about a soda pop or it's about Agent Orange no a bunch of no no he's got his smile he's got his orange crush I've got my smile so uh, you know I,
0: I, I just Held on to my interpretation of the song for years. You know, the song came out and. 0405 somewhere in there so you're talking about 13 years of having that interpretation in my mind so for some reason possibly because I was like wow he was a great song maybe you ought to do that for one song each I actually looked at the Wikipedia page and looked into it no the most common belief about what the song is about is the Rosemary of the song is Rosemary West wife of Fred West teenage woman in England who would be hanging out at the bus stop and this creepy older guy like 20 years her senior would come up and flirt with her and shit he manages to woo her as a teenager like 15 14 15 years old out of her parents home to come live with him, shack up with him. Parents hated it. Parents were constantly calling the cops trying to break them up. Couldn't get them broke up. He had already had at least one child from another marriage, but he was also a serial rapist. And so he gets popped and he goes to prison. And because of circumstances, Rosemary ends up raising his child for the time period that he's in prison. Shortly before he's going to be released from prison, Rosemary murders his child. He comes back and he's okay with it. Not only that, but then Fred and Rosemary West then proceed to make a habit of going up and picking up teenage and 20-something-year-old girls, taking them back to their trailer, committing sadistic sexual acts against them, murdering them, and then burying the bodies. They finally get caught. Fred dies in prison. Rosemary, I think she finally got out a few years ago but she spent years in prison for being his accomplice she has stated a i had no problems and b it was all fred fred's the one who was the mastermind i was an abused wife and i just did what he told me to do but the reason why she spent decades in prison was because they had plenty enough proof to show that she was involved with the sexual acts also they between them conceived multiple children and if they didn't like the kid they'd kill the the successive kids so they, they killed other people's kids they killed their own kids both from his union with his first wife oh and they murdered his wife too his first wife because his first wife was trying to find out what happened to her kids so eventually they had to off her too but they did not kill if I remember correctly they did not kill all the children he had with his first wife so they just lied to these kids that they liked enough to keep alive about what happened to their mommy and to their sister or what have you and and this went on for years and years apparently these guys were active for something like 15 20 years as serial killers what? before they got busted finally and there's this great big scandal in the UK being that it was the UK we never heard about it I can't believe through osmosis or whatever that I never heard about these crimes but yeah so my interpretation of that song was completely wrong and the fact that i saw a lot of myself in my interpretation of that song only to find out what this song was actually about is like holy fucking shit this is all very disquieting things to
2: come across i don't like that song anymore no, no, i was I just joking really i was just joking i don't even like that song <laughs> i <laughs> just joking. So,
0: yeah, how about that? How's that for some fucking holy shit? Oh, I did not know that Lord. was the case. So I know that I've already sung the song, or not sung the song, but I've read the lyrics to you guys already. Do it again. Let's look at these lyrics again, recognizing this new context. It's the smiling on the package. It's the faces in the sand. It's the thought that holds you upwards, embracing you with two hands. Right, we'll take you places. Yeah, maybe to the beach. When your friends, they do come crying. Tell them how your pleasure's set on slow release, because they would sexually torture these people for long periods of time too it took a lifespan with no cellmate the long way back sandy why can't we look the other way he speaks about travel yeah we think about the land we smile like all the people feeling real tan I can take you places do you need a new man wipe the pollen from the faces make revision to a dream while you wait in the van <laughs>
2: I guess well I, I guess uh, the, I guess the title of the song now I makes mean, sense gives it <laughs> evil. Well,
0: again, it's a sentimental jury they were sentimental enough not to kill rosemary or what have you so you got to live and eventually be released you know it's like uh, you go back it's just like uh, so yeah it's it's really fucking fucked so hey try to enjoy evil from now on and not feel completely disgusted and disturbed yeah thanks frank (laughs) i am a noted ruiner but i had you could see how i had to share that shit though yeah. Once I came across it insane That's fucking insane I don't know if the act If Interpol has ever confirmed That to be the case But that is the consensus opinion Of what that song is about And when you it's review really, The lyrics yeah, again I mean, it makes, It's like Oh that makes sense now
2: yeah. Fuck I mean the name of the song Is evil, evil. I mean it right. makes It makes yeah. a lot of sense I always thought that was weird That the name of the song Was evil But right. I, I just assumed Something else And now we know Maybe we should just wrap the episode up. I uh,
4: (laughs)
0: I told you, you should let me be the close. Well, actually, I think that maybe for the the mental health of our audience, we should probably lighten the mood after this supremely dark opening. Yeah, Mac. Or you guys can pick some more fucked up songs and we'll do those. Hold on, let me get back to my list. You got anything good and fucked up for us, Matt? Because no. uh, Fix-It seems to still be holding out on yeah. us Yeah
2: I can do a fucked up one You want to do a fucked up one? Let's go fucked up Alright So hey,
0: Fix-It, you already picked yourself?
4: No, I'm going to let him go next Because I'd have to reach into my bag and find something
0: That's not a good turn of phrase in this context Catch you with my death bag I'm going to have to reach into my bag and find something I guess this will be our Halloween episode <laughs> street, morning
1: Tomorrow!
2: So, my song is uh, 99 Ways to Die by Megadeth. This was on the 1993 soundtrack to The Beavis and Butthead Experience. Seriously? Yeah. Now, is that the movie? No, That was Beavis yes. and Butthead to America. I thought that, uh, hold on. Well, now let me confirm. Maybe I just said it wrong. Probably get that right. So, which one was The Beavis and Butthead Experience? I think maybe it was just
0: uh, TV-related. Or maybe it was like a, another follow-up after the movie. Because I think the movie soundtrack did pretty
2: well. Okay, yeah. The Beavis and Butthead Experience was the, is a compilation album. That's all.
0: Okay. So is it stuff that they played on the show or what? No, I think it had. Well, clearly not because they made this song specifically for the Beavis and Butthead, You said right? I
2: don't know if they made it specifically for, but they just put it on there. Uh, but if it debuted
0: there, then they would have had. A music I, I want to say to it was just a bunch of
2: tracks
0: because you couldn't you couldn't parody that music video.
2: No, so I think they just compiled a bunch of music and then like they had skits in it. I'm trying to remember because okay. I, I remember that there was I think there was a it was like a sampler album that they I turned into a theme album. Like Anthrax covered a Beastie Boys track. Was is that this album? Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. Yeah, looking down the barrel of a gun by the Beastie Boys. Anthrax covered it. Like you have Nirvana, Anthrax, Megadeth, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Was that the one that had I hate myself
0: and want to die by Nirvana?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that video. That's not what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> the, well, you we, we, if we're going dark, what was that video about? The video. So the video. The song "99 uh, Ways to Die." By the way, was that
0: before, or after Van Halen's "Right Now"?
2: It was after, right? It was '93. So when was yeah? When was right I, I think now? I
0: think right now. Like ninety one. So okay. right now, for those who don't know, is a, is a song where they're singing uh, while they're singing the video, is showing you a bunch of factoids about mostly bad shit that's happening in the world, a lot of environmental shit and, and stuff like that. <laughs> This video is a lot more specific Instead, they're telling you about the toll of gun violence on children. You're 17 more times likely to die from a bullet than AIDS if you're a child. How more children die from bullets than natural causes? Which makes sense because children don't die from natural causes because they're children. So that's not natural for them right. to die. That's a bullshit statistic. The video is full of children playing with guns and imperiled as a result. Well,
2: and then and then it ends with just a constant show of people of children who had been killed. It's like showing their yearbook right and, and
0: like, like actual oh! like like runaway train which I think probably derivative – it was derivative as well, where they're showing actual pictures of actual victims and the ages in which they were killed by a gun. It's like,
2: whoa, lots of imagery.
0: Yeah, and see, Dave Mustaine, my understanding is he's conservative, but not on this issue.
2: Well, at least not in 1993. I mean, mean, now your political views change as you get older. So, holy – Although I think even most sane gun owners are – Anti guns killing kids. I think yeah, it's more yeah. like, hey, you should be a responsible gun owner and lock your shit well, away, they put it in a safe.
0: It, it did say guns equal suck at one point in the video. It so. did,
2: didn't it? Yeah. Okay. So that's. Uh, I think he's probably changed his tune on that a bit. But anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. Quit trying to force a narrative here. I'm not talking <laughs> about a narrative. Well, I mean, if we're going dark in this episode, that definitely was dark. It's dark, but we we can go dark a different way. So anyway, let me let me get back to the lyrics because now I had to start googling other shh. The song is basically talking about somebody who can't die. So mm-hmm. they're just trying to come up with different ways to kill themselves over and over and over again. Why can't they die? It doesn't matter. It's a song. He's a Highlander? It doesn't matter. It's a song. The hook is, we're not ready to see you yet. Like, you got to go back. We're not ready to see you yet. And you're, you know, like, basically he's getting to the pearly gates. And like, not ready to see you yet. Yeah, you so got to go back down to suicide. earth and then you kill again. Right. Not attempted suicide. It's, it's goofier than that. Okay. It's not...
0: Yeah. Near-death experiences.
2: No, I think it's literally we're going to write a song with how many different gnarly ways you could die. So he's saying, um, down another glass of courage and a shot of Thorazine. I got a short between my earphones would kill you. Wringing my hands in dismay. More. Anyway, they're coming up with gnarly ways to die over and over and over again. They were, the band was in kind of a thrill-seeking mode at this time. They were doing like skydiving. They skydove on Headbangers Ball with Alice and Chains and doing shit like that. So anyway, so my question to the panel, Mr. Fix-It, Mr. Fix-It, my question to the panel is. Is how you want to go out? You thought about it? Not really. No, you haven't thought about how your preferred method of going out is? Hopefully, quickly and without me noticing. So, like in your sleep? That's something I really focus on. Well, look, dude, it's something that you, you don't think about it. No, never. Your whole life you thought
4: about it. Dude, I could be walking out of my bathroom and strip on something and smash my head and die. I mean, it's, it's yeah, not like shit. I thought about it. It happens. Sounds random, like he, sounds like you're thinking about it. random. You actions. don't have a preferred method. Uh, hopefully, I'm 90 years old after fucking a 19 year old and a gun a blazing gun battle.
0: Wait, you want to get shot?
4: I had a 96, just got. Some
2: ass i'm ready to go i'm tired
0: <laughs> well, well why are you in a gun battle
2: yeah, where the gun battle come from I, th- I thought you were gonna say like coronary at climax and you go in a gun battle right
0: i, I-, I, <laughs> thought, you to- I thought you were gonna i thought you're gonna have the little death and then the big death <laughs>
2: that's how you go in a blazing gun battle
0: after fucking yeah oh i well it would have been somebody's wife then Probably. so that makes more sense then yeah, yeah. you're,
2: you're right. banging what the 90 year old Huh? How about you, uh, Diablo's Frank? See, that's
0: kind of trickier as far as how you want to die by natural causes. Like if it was suiciding, uh, I've thought that if I was going to suicide, you know, if, uh, you think about something like jumping off a bridge or something, but that seems kind of terrifying. I'm and really good, and really mixed good results. They mixed don't tell results. you about the mixed results. Yeah, yeah mixed results, and that could potentially be very painful. I'd rather not have a lot of like pain and shit. And you have jumped off a bridge before. Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> not, talked about not on that. And, uh, hey, not listen to a previous
2: episode of One Song Each. <laughs>
0: So, my preferred is actually heroin overdose. And before you ask, I've never done heroin, so I want to do heroin two times. Utah, give me two, <laughs> two times. I, I want to do it the first time for the pleasure, the second time for the exit. So that I think that'd be a good way to go. You're gonna still feel a high. You're not gonna have as good of a high the second time, but then you die, so you're really not worried about the uh, diminishing return. All right. So obviously there would have a to be like between there. Well, there would obviously have to be extenuating circumstances, like a terminal diagnosis or some shit like that. But yeah, I, th- I think heroin's
2: a good way to go. So you check yourself out a little early.
0: Yeah, yeah, check j- just a little early potentially. But uh, yeah, I think that's a way, good way to go. I've, th- I, I've thought about a lot of those violent ways and they're pretty messy and gross and not very fun i don't i don't get a big thrill out of like eating a bullet you know that's that plus you never know i always think of like our or something where you like oh, fuck it up sure and then you're coming back from that it's like i don't want to I, I, no no no. it's like the, if you have a heroin overdose and you fucked it up a you probably still had some fun with the heroin b you get a third shot so that's not so bad
4: yeah my way is fucked
0: up well i mean the fucking's nice but but especially in your 90s i think there's some Performance anxiety issues I wouldn't have to deal with. Handful, I, of, I know, handful I, of I know. Viagra, just chew, just power down those things. Though. Oh, you like you like you 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 uh, are bleeding out of every orifice because of your blood pressure is so high. Yeah, uh. I look like
4: a Tarantino death scene, <laughs> spurting everywhere with the with, with the heroin. all the blood I, 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 get, and
0: I get the pleasure without having to worry about anybody else being involved. I'm covered. I'm set. So yeah, I think that's a good way to go.
4: Hopefully, I have two six shooters each hand. I don't. know I just need I know about shots. The shoot, plap 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 plap, and then I'm gone.
2: You just want to shoot the guns. Well,
4: you're not as shooting as, at as long as anybody. As you shoot your nice love you gun first. I'm being shot at at the same time. I mean, you know.
0: And you, Matt? So, I don't know why you want to do anything after you've come, <laughs> you know? Why do you want to, like, I, if you come, why do you want to follow up with a bullet? Because you're, you're still kind of pumped. The blood's pumping.
4: I'm certain my little soldier's still at attention. It's like, it's time to check out now. How many guns are you waving at people? At least well, I have three deadly weapons, but I got two guns, so. <laughs>
0: do you want to ejaculate on somebody <laughs> before you die? Is that what it is? That's what the 19-year-old hooker was for. Uh, it's all about the cock. It's, it's really, it's just. It's all about the cops.
4: You, and
2: being 96 years old. How do we always come back to this in every single episode? <laughs> I didn't think we were going there. I yep. probably should have assumed it. Oh, mine is I don't know. Is that a total cop-out? It's a yeah, total cop-out. Absolutely. I, I think it's probably probably going to have something to do with high speed. You think? At a racetrack or something like that. Blaze of Glory? Like, uh it reminds me of the... Are you
4: going out Ghost Rider style, like your car's on
2: fire? No, it reminds me of the, uh what was the Adult Swim? Not Adult Swim, uh Liquid Television skit.
5: Tension thrust normal. Oil pressure
3: normal. Mouth and perspiration rate rising but steady.
5: Brainwave activity, stable.
3: The magazine I sometimes write for wanted a story on Zach Hugh, better known as the God of Death, the uncrowned king of arena racing. For nearly 10 years he dominated the action at the Circus. Few drivers survived more than a year or two on the fast track to hell. Zach Hugh had done more than survive. In fact, he seemed to thrive on defying the odds. Sooner or later, he outraced or outlived them all. He was the best anyone had ever seen. His fans called him the man who would not die. Stabilize, Zack! You're losing your lift! Pulse rate continuing to rise. We're getting some spiking in the brainwave scan. By the time I saw number 37 race, 10 years of dancing with death night after night had begun to take its toll on his nerves and his mind.
4: Ah, seeing Frank just jetted. Are you talking about the, the Japanese one? where the, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. The racing, yeah. God, what was it called? Uh with I the don't dudes- know, but he has like psych. The winner has psychic powers, where he's actually destroying his competitors by making them crash. We're using his power, but he just keeps going. Well, no, into he starts eternity. having, I guess, guilt because he keeps killing all these people. Because everyone died. They talk about how people die on all the track, crashes actually. every time he wins. And it was because of him. And then all of a sudden, he's racing these paint these spirits, and he can't keep up with them. They're going faster and faster. So he starts using his powers to push his car faster to keep up with them. At which point he's literally just turning himself into a giant flame ball and it's just that's yeah, the last his, race his, they have his that.
2: hovercraft or whatever oh, dude, like his falling are, uh, no, no, he's falling apart he's like Ugh! his yeah. blood
4: vessels are popping in his head because he's using his power to push his vehicle and all you see is the specter cars like yeah like buzzing them and flying ahead of him and they look back at him and take off and he can't keep up and i believe yeah he blows up and they talk about how that, that's the last race and i think it's an investigator who's like investigating trying to figure out what happened and they're just like whatever this was was beyond comprehension and they left that alone i remember seen it. it was really vivid because they used that scene where he's dying where he's screaming for a lot of uh promotional work
2: I remember yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think it was like yeah whenever they would do the the liquid television vhs cassette or vhs collection oh, i was just talking about that like, would be a commercial night, for it because i would watch it like really late at night
4: when i would get home from work and i remember you know they would be like liquid television next and they would show all the little it snippets it was and always in snippets, the commercial
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah the one of his face going oh, yeah whatever yeah, yeah yeah and i remember that uh it sucks he walked out right when i was going to talk about him Double frank and i were trying to find that on the internet forever dude I and it's it's like it's t- it's, it's, totally a, it's a snippet of some
4: japanese no it's in japanese you can find it but you won't find the english version they always well, take it there down there
2: wasn't a lot of talking in it anyway no no
4: no the narration of the, the investigator yeah I, just, I guess that's true i, about I found what it i found it on uh on youtube but it's the japanese version somebody tried to put translation on about my thing was in spanish even the translation i did find an english version once but they did that shit where they sped it up fast and had it backward where they could try to get away with it and it wasn't very good but I've seen the original, and the thing is, the DVD is called like N- Nicro something. It's, yeah, yeah, I know it's what you're like it's about. an it's an anthology of
2: different little movies or little clips. Like shorts? Yeah. But what I was going to say is, and we can Frank freaking edit whatever he's going to contribute to that because I know his opinions on that video. I think skydiving and your shoot not opening would be a good one. I've been skydiving. It's pretty intense and fast. Yeah. But I think that that's like the ultimate adrenaline rush, and then it would just end. No pain, but you have like... No, because you hear about crazy. these people that survive. You hear about these people that hit the earth and they survive. Like, you they hear they people surviving all sorts of stuff. I'm saying that doing one where you didn't would probably... Like, you cannot tell me there's any... Like some people say, oh, he died on impact. And you look at yourself you're like, mm, I'm not so sure. But would you want, Dude, a, chance- if you would you want hit- a chance you survived and you hit the ground and you're They're not your surviving. bones are jello and you're like in the cast for the rest of your life? And- Bro, I'd aim down. <laughs> I'd aim down. The, the people who survive are the ones who chicken out. That's you got to aim thinking. down. That's what I'm telling you. You do two fists full of Viagra. <laughs> then jump out of a plane. <laughs> jump out of a plane. After you've had sex
4: on the plane, then you jump out. Your blood's pumping full speed. Though. If the heart attack doesn't kill you on the way down. are like,
2: he the, forgot the his chute. No, the he sun didn't.
4: stop will. He's just going to stretch out his nutsack
2: and see how much <laughs> air he can what catch. What are you talking about? No, dude. That would be you ending it. You'd st- go, go out like a human comet. That's what I'm saying. Go out like a human comet. Don't stretch your nuts heck out. What are you talking about? (laughs) He just walked away in the middle of my one song each. Apparently he's having a a moment because he's he's gone. (laughs)
4: I was trying to find the lyrics to mine. That's the hard part.
2: Here are the lyrics. I'll just read them since we're waiting. If I see the morning hours, I'll have one more yesterday. Take life from tomorrow because I've burned out my today. If I get up to the top, I know I'll just go right back down the I'll go back down the hill. I got a terminal future and it's time to write my will. Down another glass of courage and a shot of Thorazine. We're not ready to see you yet. Nine, nine ways to die. We're not ready to see you yet. Got a short between my earphones ringing in my hands. Ringing my hands in dismay. A more efficient maniac with two feet in the grave and got no last words to say. streak right up my spine the gun in my mouth was real and the taste blew my mind in a black tie and straight jacket man I'm gonna try again we're not ready to see you yet 99 ways to die we're not ready to see you yet 99 ways to die um, That's pretty intense I don't know how to pronounce this word a dimitasse of arsenic another word use time I can use Frank try on this tie never mind the tree hanging obviously there's only death and danger in the socket of my eyes a playground of illusion no one plays they only die there's a prison in my mind and the bars are gonna break I'm as mad as a hatter and strung out just the same taunting rigor Mortis, I feel it draw me in. Metal man. I mean, that's definitely a unusual song to pick. He said, "Let's go dark with it," so I picked a dark one. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to keep up with you boys on this one. Oh, another thing that reminded me of this song: you saw the dude who stole the fucking airplane from the airport, yeah, yeah, and the fucking and he fucking the F 18s or whatever they scrambled jets to go after the dude, and then he fuck like like you knew you were suiciding, right? When you stole the plane, I guess they said he was talking to him on the headset, going, "I just cracked, man. I just cracked. I'm sorry, everybody. I cracked." And it's like, what, dude? Like. That's insane. Frank, we left all this silence here, so it's easier for you to edit. Three to Thursday on Channel 5. Humble beginnings.
5: They derive so much pleasure. Family man. Devoted, devoted, wife. devoted wife. Sexual and otherwise. Psychotic serial killers. From the pain of others. The whole story. Starting with When Fred Met Rose. Thursday at 10 on Channel
3: 5. Rose ran me at work and said the police were taking the garden. From the mind of a killer. Come on, quick. What on earth did you cut her up for? In his own words. She
5: said she wouldn't fit in a dustbin. Her daughter. In a dustbin. The Unseen Fred West Confessions. Nine o'clock, Thursday, on Channel 5. MTV stirring something up. Liquid television. A new half-hour series of the coolest animation on TV. I know you're gonna dig this. Take cutting-edge cartoons, plop in a few surprises, add some spice, and shake. <laughs> Sunday nights at 7.30, only on MTV. What? Liquid man. television. TV that melts in your face. <laughs>
3: television premieres Tuesday, September 22nd at 10 on MTV. Are you ready? 3 remarkable filmmakers. Rin Taro. Yoshiaki Kawajiri. Katsuhiro Otomo. Spectacular fantasies.
6: I cannot allow you to proceed. We
3: don't Three anime masterworks. Zach, over. A feast for the senses. Unforgettable. Neo Tokyo.
2: Anyway, as I was saying, so we were talking about when you left, I was saying high speed crash. What, and then I said, it reminds me, you know, the, uh, what was the liquid television? Swirly thing in the bottle? No, the, the dude who, who fucking can't stop racing or whatever and he blows up all the fucking guys. What was that? oh, Running Man. Running Man. God, God. So we had a conversation about Running Man. Anything to add to that?
0: Awesome animation. The guy who did Running Man also did probably the best or at least one of the best segments on the animatrix. That's always been a cartoon that I would show as what animation is capable of it's gorgeous cartoon really well designed uh, also very realistic like American centric realism as opposed to the more caricature that's popular in most anime uh, so yeah no awesome awesome cartoon big fan of that one and, I, I still have that I, I I recorded it on VHS and I transferred it to a DVD but it's, it's a transfer the, the VHS rip you can sometimes find it online but it has a nasty tendency of getting taken down whenever it pops over in places like YouTube so it's pretty tricky to find last time I tracked anyway
2: anyway because I think the imagery is cool Just you just driving so fast and so long like you're literally just like turning into an energy being and your car is breaking up around you and Mm -hmm. bursting into flames but you're still traveling at an incredible speed yeah it's It's a situation
0: too there's there's a tendency toward that gratuitous long imagery like you show the same thing you know things get uh stretched out in anime and manga a lot where it's just like stretchy stretching stretching a lot of times it's it feels very gratuitous i tend to be bored with it sometimes when they do that but in this instance because you're showing this guy the speed increasing and increasing and increasingly having an impact on his body and on his machine it works in that context very well
2: the way i would like not like to go but the one i would think a peak going out has got to be running manning ch- no jumping out of a plane okay Cause I think, I think that sustained adrenaline rush for the entire fall has got to be just sensory overload insane. And then when you hit, eh, it's over. Like, pretty much immediately. You hear, you hear you, the one. To, yeah,
0: you've you yet hear, to jump out of a plane. Huh? You've yet to jump out of a plane. No, I
2: do not plan to. Don't See, want
0: to. Oh, so you don't want to spoil you like me with the heroin. You don't want to spoil it by doing anything too early. You want to wait until... I don't until, want to do it. I don't want to do it. But, well, oh, but you think that's the best way to die? Probably. <sighs> I just... The loss of control. Being in this free fall... Your parachute's not coming out, so you know you're going to die. And you're just waiting to die. I don't know if that moment gets stretched out to eternity or if it's relatively quick because you're just so freaked out. But I'm I'm too much of a control freak. It would bother me too much to not have any recourse. The great thing about a heroin overdose is you still have the opportunity <laughs> to call the you – you can still die on 9 one You're love- being quite the stupor and still call nine one one and potentially survive
2: if you change your mind. Only on the Rolled Spine podcast will you hear, the great thing about a heroin overdose <laughs> – <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, don't splice this into a promo. Um. Anyway, yeah. So then I read the lyrics word for word. So you're going to have to edit that to like, the beginning. And There's okay. going to be some editing. And then we left a lot of weird silence. Okay. So it's easier for you to cut that out, too.
0: Uh, did, What about waterfalls? Did you guys have any waterfall sound effects?
2: No, I don't like TLC. No, no, no. Oh. The waterfall. I thought you were talking about chasing them. No, we didn't hear any of that. Okay. I don't so, think that should have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about in Japan how you can activate a waterfall when you're really getting some grunt on. So
2: it's called it's a there's a button called privacy and what it does is it plays a waterfall so that
0: and you can adjust the volume depending on how much grunting and chocolate raining you're doing. Don't,
2: don't drop a chocolate, chocolate rain. rain. He he's you're gonna add some shit that he said and that and while you were gone too. It's horrendous, horrendous.
0: <laughs> so a typical episode from the Rolls yeah, Spine oh Network. Oh my god, we're not All the Rolls by Network. I forgot we are a Rolls by Podcast. We are not a network.
3: the best anyone had ever seen an investigation into his death came up with nothing it remains a mystery soon after his last race they shut down the circus nobody seemed to mind maybe they'd finally seen what they'd been coming to see all those years
2: To fix it.
4: This song reminds me of a, a situation that we were at when I was younger. So I'm going to play the song for you. It's a corrido. So. A what? Corrido. Um, I'm hitting the Spanish SAP button narco narco on my. Narco song. I'll shut that in it.
0: don't hear i haven't heard that in a long time heard what when i was growing up you used to actually have folks blasting their uh Tejano music and and doing the yelps and all that kind of shit no seriously when i was a kid i no, remember hearing that Dejano. i know but i'm saying okay mexican music i didn't want to be they know okay and so when i was a kid i remember you get guys blasting their music and and uh, shouting and all that kind of yeah. shit. And they, over the years, that disappeared. And it's not just, you know, my own life changing. It disappeared long time ago. But I remember when I was a little kid, I used to hear that a lot. What happened with that, man? Did you speak to your people why that stopped happening? Or did it stop happening? No, I, don't I just speak
4: for my people. It still happens. You're just not around it. I'm just not around for no, it. No. The do they keep it, like, a little more undercover? The groups you hang around don't do that.
0: No, no, no. I mean, I, mean, I lived in... And I don't remember having
4: heard it at any point in my, even in my teenage years, I don't remember hearing that anymore. Dude, I was at a quincean like two months ago and they were doing doing it while they were drunk.
1: One
2: of my old co workers would do it anytime. Anytime he heard that accordion, he'd go, whatever, like that. It's hilarious.
0: Now, you say the Germans brought the accordion into Mexico, right?
4: My understanding, yeah. The brass instruments, tubas, things of that nature.
0: Because you, you do have a lot of overlap between uh, uh, Mexican music and, and polka. Yeah. You don't have to specify what kind because I'm not an expert on that. So, Like, is there a specific uh, realm Why, no, of Mexican music no, no, no. that ha- involves those
4: regional, instruments? Regional. It tends to be regional. Right. Like, each one is different. So, corridos are like... Uh, Like songs of basically criminals boasting about their crimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But the difference between this and, like, let's say hip hop is these guys actually did this shit. Like, they they pay because they want to be recognized for the crimes they commit. And so they get guys like this to sing songs about them.
1: Yeah,
0: one of my co workers was listening to your music the other day, and one of the songs was distinctly Zydeco. Yep, so yeah. there's all kinds of influences oh, floating yeah. around. It's not a monolithic sound or anything.
1: Lo velaron en la iglesia. El cura empezó a estar malo. Otro día por la mañana. También lo estaban velando. Antes de morir le dijo que me entierren con el sapo. Juntas, la del cura la del sapo se fue a llevarselo a Dios como su buen abogado por un lado de su cliente como estar en el juzgado.
0: So is Chuy Vega a dude or a duo or what is I believe he's the singer. Okay. Cause there's um, two dudes on the album cover yeah. on YouTube. And it looks like there's a lot of two dudes involved. Well, well, well there's, so, there's... so
4: say song and artist. Well, the song's called El Sapo. It's by a singer named Chuy Vega. It's a corrido. So it means it's kind of like a crime song, I guess. I, it's hard for, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to translate into English what it is. I was taken to a private rodeo when I was a kid. Cause here in the H, there are private rodeos. So you have your big livestock show and rodeo where they have the cowboys with their gear on to protect themselves. Well, you can go to these little rodeos out in the Boondock where the guys literally just jump on the back of a bull, no gear, just a hat with a rope tied around the bull and they'll ride the bull. And they'll have a band out there. They'll be playing this type of music like they do it back home. And so we went to one in front of mine and I felt really out of place. That's just really deep Mexican that I've never been exposed to a lot. So we're there. We're watching the rodeo and they're doing all kinds of tricks on horses. No protective gear. Dudes hit the ground or they're breaking arms. I distinctly remember a guy riding a bull and the bull threw its head back and caught him in the face and just destroyed his face. Like the dude was bleeding. The bull's back was covered in blood.
0: You give me flashbacks to when I was kid. A- Kid going to fiesta and seeing the Mexican tabloids that would show grisly crime scenes and yeah. shit. That, that shit just, fucking scarred and me. And I remember
4: at first I thought someone kept saying, "Oh, we just broke his nose," but when you saw, dude, like you could see his teeth his were teeth gone. were all jacked, his up. jaw was crooked because a bull had caught him just right on the face. It was a fucking wild experience to go out there and they're playing this music and you know people are having a good time and they're having these. I guess you would say unregulated rodeos because dudes are just getting hurt left and right. And I remember thinking because my buddy was like, you know, we had been to the rodeos down here, and you know, they're wearing headgear and these fucking safety jackets on, and these dudes were just jumping on their. Some of them in like a wife beater t shirt and a cowboy hat, jeans and boots. I don't know, was just that's about as crazy as I can think of when it comes to. This. It's just this song always reminds me because they were playing this type of music out there the entire time, and I must have been at the time maybe thirteen or fourteen. I was a kid, and I remember we were out there and it was just crazy. I don't know if they still have them, because, you know, it's different now. Cause you would see that shit all over. I remember we would go to flea markets, and you could see people making bootleg DVDs of those rodeos. That's about it, man. I ain't got nothing cool on this one. It's just a song that kind of reminds me of this really crazy... So, so what does he say in the song? He's a sapo. I believe there's one part where he's talking about they cut off, like, ten heads and throw them in the marketplace and let the people know. And at the end, he's talking about getting a good lawyer, basically, for all the shit he's done. They call him the Antichrist.
2: I thought I heard, I thought I heard something in there about criminal or something like yeah, that, well, and I was like, what? They refer to it's him Weird. It's so time. weird because of the accordion, it just sounds upbeat. Really? Yeah, it just sounds like to my... Uh gringified ears i'm just like oh he's just playing an accordion it's probably some happy because like polka i think of polka yeah and in
0: in our generation you think of weird al when you associate polka too so it's all fairly upbeat well i knew this wasn't weird well
2: i knew this wasn't weird al i knew it wasn't weird but yeah i do it it's i was trying to find the lyrics because i've heard
4: the song quite a few times i'm assuming it's a really popular song like i said i remember hearing it at that rodeo and that dude having his face just crushed and they're escorting him i don't even think they put him in the back of an ambulance i think they put him like in the back of a truck and we're driving him to the hospital and people just like next guy and i was just like holy shit this is crazy but again this was so long ago man i sometimes wonder if those things still go on I'm sure they do, but well,
0: can you I mean, tell me anything about this act? No, because I'm trying to look them up on the internets, and I keep getting redirected to other people. Can I get this translated?
2: Yeah, the same way with me too. When I was trying to find the lyrics too. it, was got, to like find another the song. I'm like, what?
0: Okay, so I'm going to give you some jacked up Google translation. Chuy Vega and his new cadets, Mr. Jesus Vega Cuamea, better known as Chuy Vega, is from the town of Ornos, municipality of in the state of Sonora. Chuy Vega was a member of the Cadets of Linares, which along with Mr. Lupe Tehirina toured much of Mexico and the United States. Chuy Vega decided to separate from the Linares Cadets, who had their residence in Monterrey, Nuevo León, been there. Chuy Vega was part of the legendary northern group Los Cadetas de Linares as the first voice, I guess lead singer. In 1992, Chuy Vega separates and forms a new group, which he baptized with the name of Chuy Vega and Los Nuevos Cadetes de Linares. Under this name, they released several albums and managed to place on the radio numerous successes, among which stand out Una Paginas Mas, managing to sell more than a million copies and placing it in the popular songbook and in the repertoire of more than 60 artists who have recorded it in band, mariachi, and norteño style. Chui Vega is the brother of the already fine singers Sergio Vega and Ramon Vega. See, these guys kept popping up when I was trying to yeah. Google search them, and others from the Vega Quamea dynasty who are in total 13 brothers. Sergio Vega, I I believe died by gun violence or something along those lines let's see he is murdered while on his way to perform at a village festival concert in the mexican state of sinaloa gunman traveling in a truck drove alongside his red cadillac and opened fire on the vehicle they then reportedly fired shots at vega's head and chest from close range vega was a singer of norcoco Norcaco corridos is that yeah Ballads that celebrate the lives of drug dealers. Musicians who play this kind of music in Mexico are known to sometimes become the target of rival gangs. At least seven of these musicians have been killed over the past three years in Mexico. Of course, this is Wikipedia, so I don't, yeah. three years is a relative term.
2: I mean, that's crazy to me, dude, because like I know you, you were like, you're trying to compare it to like rappers. And I'm like, dude, he's playing an accordion. It's just so weird to me that that's like some straight-up gangster music yeah. we were just listening to. Well, it's it so they weird. They clearly
0: originated gangster because this shit goes back how oh, far? shit, man. I, I can't. Before your time, right?
4: Yeah, I remember them. I believe they would listen to it on, like, on
2: AM radio and shit like that. Oh, okay. I mean, Johnny Cash shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Just
0: to watch him I die. Mean, that's pretty
2: gangster stuff, too. Yeah.
0: Also, a great hook for a Time Life book series. So that's shot like 44 I men, one just for snoring too loud. You know of a bit. You've, you guys remember those books, the old West books the Time Life was hawking yeah. back in the 80s? I remember the Supernatural one. Yeah, all that paranormal yeah, shit. I remember those. Probably I... the fuel for many a uh, four chan Reddit <laughs> thread. Yeah. A friend of mine, his
4: dad. If you went to their house, remember back in the day, you would go to someone's house and they would have like dictionaries, yeah, mm-hmm. or the encyclopedias. And I remember I went to my friend's house and his dad had the Wild West, the uh, supernatural ones. He had some that had about science and cars and like how things work, popular mechanic type books. That's what their shelves were full of, and it was just. It was always so funny to go to uh,
0: I at one time had a set of encyclopedias that I found in my grandmother's closet after she died. I lugged those around for a number of years. And so I'm well versed on extremely out of date factoids from the 1950s, <laughs> including the racial subgroups of Caucasoid, mongoloid and negroid which i do not believe is in any way applicable in modern times but it was something i always
2: remembered the last time i saw an encyclopedia was I, i was leaving a work thing at a restaurant slash sports bar this was probably 2011 and in the parking lot there were just two encyclopedia britannicas cast in the parking lot why i don't know where were the other letters? I don't know. Why were there two Encyclopedia Britannicas? Because I remember, I took a cell phone picture of them. I'm like, these are literally... It's, I'm not. They were just encyclopedias, and I'm using the term. Mm-hmm. They were actual Encyclopedia Britannicas. Two of them, just in the parking lot. I don't
0: remember which one mine were. They got lost in a move, unfortunately. So they basically got stolen from me. So somebody really wanted 1954 or whatever year it was, encyclopedias, apparently.
4: I had a friend named Pete, and Pete's favorite thing was to go
0: thrift stores and stuff like that
4: and i remember one day we drove out fucking way the fuck out in the country me and another friend and him because he really wanted to go he kept telling us hey we're gonna go to a sale i'm like all right we'll go Let's check it out so we're driving and we were gone for a while we get the fuck out to like some little small town i'd never heard of and their library was going out of business they were shutting their library so they were selling all the books in the library and they were going for like a quarter between a quarter and two bucks i remember and he was buying just fucking rows of books entire collections of encyclopedias some kind of map series it had like maps of the world
0: alice yeah Yeah,
4: just all kinds of and i mean this dude was just we bought so there was the trunk was full and the backseat it was just full of books it was just so weird to go to a library just like buy their entire inventory. Yeah. And no one was really buying anything. People were just kind of looking around. Hopefully everything. he picked up Tropica Capricorn. <laughs> it was just crazy. selling so, yeah, Seinfeld everything. listeners. Seinfeld. They are trying to sell everything. I remember the door, they were selling the door handles, the light fixtures. This That's was, extremely depressing. This is how far back. Remember when you would go to school and they would put the little recorder and you had to put the headphones on to listen, whatever. Real, hey, real. now the real, real. They were selling all those things. And I just remember he was buying all that shit, but he liked that stuff. So I just thought it was really weird. I never thought what happens to a light library when it closes yeah like what happens to all the books and well i mean I now libraries
0: know... liquidate books all the time though so it's not that uncommon
4: i never knew that i just assumed
0: yeah they have like book drives to help support them to yeah, buy I new guess. books you guess, know, they, yeah. you, they, you've only got you got to find a lot of space those books have to go somewhere true, Often, true. they get sold off they're not getting checked out enough and they just sell the shit you know get some money
4: okay so what's next
5: chicago a man is about to get on a routine flight suddenly he pauses he doesn't know why but he's got to walk away An hour later, the plane goes down in flames. It's dismissed as chance. Britain. A woman has a sudden image of a black mountain that's moving, with children trapped underneath it. Two hours later, a Welsh schoolhouse is buried in an avalanche of coal slag. It's dismissed as coincidence. Northern Texas. An unidentified flying object is reported by at least a dozen people. Although there were no storms in the area, it's dismissed as lightning. Now, Time Life Books announces an important new library, Mysteries of the Unknown. A series that explores the most controversial phenomena of our time, and tells you everything that can be known. The Midwest. A mother feels a sharp pain in her right hand. Far away at that exact same moment, her daughter screams as she touches a hot pan. Just chance? Or is it telling us something about our own untapped capabilities? Mysteries of the Unknown goes deeper into unexplained phenomena than ever before. It documents the facts, and it covers what people were never willing to talk about. Stonehenge. A visitor fashions a wire antenna in the shape of an ancient Egyptian symbol. He points it at the stones, and a surge of power rushes into his arm, knocking him unconscious. Was it all in his mind, or was it much more than that? To experience Mysteries of the Unknown, Examine your first volume, Mystic Places, for 10 days free. Then decide if you want to dismiss it. To order your first book, Mystic Places, call 1-800-342-2700. Examine it for 10 days. Keep it in page as $12.99 plus $298 shipping and handling. Other books will follow, one about every other month. Keep only the ones you want. Cancel at any time. Call 1-800-342-2700.
0: This hour of music goes out to the 18 Sage, Adriano, Dr. Ange, Bad at Shapirak, Bone Dragon Comic, Chronicles Podcast, Chris at Bad Books for Beginners, The Cinebud Podcast, Delvin Dark Web Felix Slider, Darren Franks, aka Devastator, Ezra Gallo, GA Sanchez, Ice in the Face, Indie Imprint, Into the Weird, Iowa's Joe Crawford, Jacket Spidey Memoir, Jared Alrich, The Yard Sale Artist, Jason X117, Jeffrey Brown, Justice First Dawn, Keith G. Baker, Ken Stark, Chris Donos, extra shout-out to Pat Sampson, Longbox Crusade, Box of Darkness, Linnell Skaggs, Odell Abner Dracula, Olivia Belafica, Rad Adventures Podcasting Network, Randy Caldwell, Ryan Daly, Sean Michael Ortega, Secret Wars and Beyond Podcast, Seinfeld Podcast, Tim Price, Travis of Samaria, Trekker Talk, Wonder Woman, Warrior for Beast Podcast, and Zach Sally. Ryan Daly called in to say, as I've said on my own shows, I like Prince throughout the 80s, but I really got into him in the late 90s. Something inspired me to get his Greatest Hits box set, and from there I went into deeper dives into his catalog. What inspired me to get the Greatest Hits, you asked? It was Beck's Midnight Vultures album. Love that album. Love the overt Prince homages. So after I listened to Deborah for the millionth time, I went back to the source. I was happy to hear Midnight Vultures get so much love on this episode. Also, I don't recall ever saying one word, positive or negative, about the song Mountains. Not sure where that came from. I'm pretty sure I heard it on Ryan and Neil Daly's tribute to Prince from a few years back I think there's a FW Presents and now Fire and Water Records exists and they recently did an episode called Purple Rain that looked at Prince-alike artists so check that out the Eight Sage called in to say ah Prince a special magical genius it took me too long to come around to because I held a grudge against him for years after he ripped off the name being a simple thing from me who totally had my name symbol set several years before he put his out. See my Insta-Avatar pick. Randy Caldwell wrote, I am attempting to listen to the latest Spawnometer while listening to Prince music. Looks like it will be controversy and dirty mind. I had to pause you for Doomy Baby. I have one AirPod in the left ear playing the podcast, and my classic cheese grater Mac with the subwoofer is playing Prince. I have all the music in my iTunes playlists. I mean, I bought it all years ago. I still have not found the ideal audio levels to listen to y'all and the future artists. I even have physical media. Media. Hashtag Think Different. Hashtag Media Hub. I subscribe to your YouTube channel. I don't comment there though. It's difficult to comment on your somewhat smart televisions. That's where I watch YouTube. Finally, Odell Abner Dracula dialed us to say, "I recognize you guys can't do a new podcast every time someone drops dead, but I'm submitting a request for a Rocky Erickson episode when none of us knew who Rocky Erickson was. He sent us a Charlie Brown cartoon where he goes rats. He also gave us a Prince-related link to comic book resources, and then he sent us a picture. Here it is. Less glamorous by daylight. I admit this has been. Del- Dracula reporting live from somewhere up there, hashtag Minneapolis. And of course, there's a picture of the First Avenue Club made famous in the movie Purple Rain one song each is a rolled spine podcast this is a not-for-profit fan production any copyrighted materials used is believed covered under fair use with no infringement intended please leave your comments and criticisms on our website we especially encourage participation on this show feel free to call in and leave a request maybe you'll even get featured on the show we thank you for your rapt attention